0: Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hi. So I thought I muted my mic. (laughs) If you're watching live on Twitch, you got some background noise during the intro music and some coughing, as was pointed out by our audience. Sorry about that. I thought the mic was muted. I'm going to have to go back and check it make sure I didn't say anything stupid. We're back. It's been a couple weeks, but I was feeling the itch. I wanted to get an episode out. I know I keep saying we're going to get back to doing this thing weekly. It's probably going to be a bit (sighs) until that happens. I'm going to try and get them out as often as I can, but uh, wedding pressures and other uh, side gigs are consuming much of my time at the moment. So I'll do what I can. Maybe I'll be able to uh, talking behind the scenes about tagging in some of the other guys, if I'm not able to do it. So we'll see, we'll see if we can work something like that out. But for those out there listening, this is hit the bucket number 38 podcast, number 38 and uh, one day we'll hit 50. If I can uh, keep this thing going long enough, if you're out there listening and you want to come hang out and join us live, we record this live on Twitch. I'm not going to say every Wednesday night because that is an absolute lie. It's not even Wednesday (laughs) and it's been two weeks. So just come follow my channel on Twitch, Jimmy Navio, just go follow Jimmy Navio and turn on notifications and you'll know when the podcast is happening. That's probably the best way to be notified. Um, because my schedule is all over the place. Uh, don't forget, we have a YouTube channel. If you want to listen to these, e- listen and watch these episodes after the fact, also I've hit the bucket.com. Uh, and if you want to reach out to us, hit the bucket podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. If you have someone you want us to interview as a guest, if you've got promotional ideas, topic ideas, questions, uh, you know, whatever. You just want to wanna tell me about your day? I want to know. Maybe we'll... Uh, someone write me a short story that we can read on the podcast. Anything. Please, talk to me. I'm lonely. Send those emails. That's it, I think, on the business side of things. Uh, there was something else business-wise I was going to say. I can't remember. We'll talk about it later probably not important let's bring our uh, our trusty co-host on mr james 28 he's out there being quiet while i'm making ass of myself on the intro let's bring him on
1: hello well hello there how's it going? how's it going
0: <laughs> i said it first
1: owe ah, me a soda
0: it's going well busy super busy
1: Mm-hmm. apparently so getting what I've, what I've heard
0: getting married like actually takes up some time and energy mm-hmm. i think i would know that by now
1: <laughs> It also adds like 10 times the price on anything you want
0: that's true yeah we haven't even finished our registry yet we gotta like go do that whole thing
1: mm-hmm. we sent like out you say you say i want a cake and they're like oh what's the occasion and you say oh a wedding and then they they turn to the person on the left and they're like mark mark it up
0: <laughs> they're yeah. gonna pay for they don't have a choice. Exactly. Um. Yeah, we sent out the save the dates. Did you? Oh no, I I think we sent it to your California address.
1: I I did see it though.
0: Oh, you did? Did your uh your family my, let you my know? My mother
1: texted me an image of it. Like, hmm, what what is this? Who who are these people? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you well, you you know Jimmy Navio, you know the guy I do the podcast with. Well, he's getting married, so I assume that this is the save to date. Go ahead and open it. And she opens it, and it was a beautiful image of oh, our boy Jimmy with Lady Navio. Perfect lighting, a very nicely done photo.
0: Yeah, we uh, we got a decent photographer. That was probably the best picture in the batch too. We really liked that one. So good. I'm, gl- mm. I'm glad that uh, it passed the uh, the James uh, standards. <laughs> it got the the James seal of approval. you're almost done aren't you
1: i am yeah after tomorrow i'll have one week of normal classes and then finals
0: and then you're done unless you till next year you shit the bed on finals
1: i hope not it's it's all papers so it's like as long as i turn them in I think I'm good like I'm pretty sure even if I failed like fifty percent all of my papers, I'm still gonna pass with at least a C. Yeah. So I'm not really worried. But I know I'm gonna be like what I always do, where it's well the paper's not due for another two weeks. And then one week. Yeah. Then five days. Then three days. Then tomorrow. And now I'm panicking to like finish all these papers. It's like, ah, why did you do this? Why did you leave <laughs> it to two weeks later, James, to get all this done? You could have just scheduled it all out like done a page today page tomorrow finish it in a week so i've actually i have a notebook right here i wrote down all the dates that are that they're due so it's a constant reminder i I still haven't started any of the papers though
0: oh james
1: gotta gotta do that
0: why are you doing a podcast right now (laughs) you should be (laughs) writing papers
1: all work and no play makes james a dull boy
0: yeah well I see how often you're on playing games. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Don't
1: worry about it. You don't know how many times I've told someone, like, oh, no, I can't do something with you right now. Like, uh, I'm really busy. And then, like, ten minutes later, they at me saying, why are you playing Risk of Rain?
0: (laughs) I called out.
1: And I'm like, look, look, I was doing work. And then I'm doing a short break. I was only going to do a short run. It's been two hours. I'm still alive
0: you gotta you gotta turn on uh invisible mode in discord or whatever
1: i know i I need to get on that there's a there's a lot of times too well i'll forget because i'm like oh i was being sneaky last night I didn't want people to know i was still awake i told them i was going to bed early
0: (laughs) that's dishonest james
1: you should, I only if do someone's
0: it, like, "Hey, let's do this." Be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna play games by myself instead." Just be honest that you don't gotta hide no, in the see, shadows. I
1: do say that. As long as it, when I say that, when it's something like not very important, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like
0: when it when it's red, KPC asking you if you've got all the videos done. That's yeah. when you go to invisible mode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, oh, I just I just turned the laptop off. Sorry, I didn't see that terrible yeah but i mean it's hard to like stop a conversation when like on a service like discord yeah because it's like it's pretty much like if you're online that that's like an open invitation to anyone to just like pop in and start trying to talk to you right it's so hard to just be like i am done with this conversation i am now leaving to do something else like yeah you never really can be sure who has the last word so a lot of times i'll just be like this is a good place to stop and then i just leave because it's like If if they respond, I'm going to have to respond and then keep going for, like, another two hours. I'm not good at saying no and leaving a conversation.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of, uh, so my, my dad has this, uh, his best friend since, like, high school who's, like, independently wealthy. He owns a, uh, an aeronautics plating company, so they, like, plate all of the parts that go on, like, airplanes and spaceships and stuff. Mm. Uh, it was a business that he inherited from his father and then like turned around and made like a, you know, multi million dollar like company. Uh, it's what it's my, my dad's best friend basically. And so every once in a while he'll just get a random invite from him to go be like, Hey, uh, I got box seats at the Laker game, or just like, you know, like just randomly he'll invite my dad to stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, I love hanging out with him, but he's the type of person who will literally just like, it'll be a bunch of people hanging out or whatever. And he'll just be like, all right, I'm tired. And he'll just leave like right in the middle. It doesn't matter if they're like, you know, just took a shot or if they're in the middle of like around a golf or, you know, whatever, when he decides he's done, he just like in that moment, it just like leaves whenever he feels like it. And like, Mm. he's like, it's, I, you kind of have to respect it right but at the same time you could see how they could be construed as rude
2: mm-hmm.
0: but but like he's so like wealthy and just like doesn't give a shit about anything like you can almost have to respect the fact that when he's done he's just like all right see you later and just get in his car and go home because like we tend to like want to not be rude or like, you know, Mm -mm. like you said, have the last word or like tend to be people pleaser and you don't want to like, how do you, it's always awkward to like say goodbye or end a conversation or whatever, but he like just straight up when he's done, he's just like, all right guys, have a good night. I'm tired. No, just leave. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Especially too. Like, I don't know how, if your parents ever did this, but my parents, they'd say, okay, we're leaving. And then in like an hour and a half, that's when we leave. Because it would be taking the time to talk to everybody before we even leave. And that kind of like grew on me a little bit. Like, oh, I can't just leave like a place I'm at, like a gathering. I have to say goodbye to everyone. I have a short chat. Yeah. then like 20 short chats, turns into like an hour. And suddenly you're late to the next thing you're going to do because you were just saying bye to
0: everybody. Yeah, I call that the goodbye tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it never you you know you're saying goodbye for an hour and a half it's uh, it's definitely uh, an issue it has been in the past for me I've literally stayed on the phone with people for like hours just because neither person was willing to like end the conversation <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly like you'll just be chatting with someone and then
1: or you'll both like acknowledge like oh yeah this is the end of the conversation like we should really hang up but then no one really wants to take that step To be like okay, bye, and then hangs up. Like someone will bring up something else, like from left field, and you'll start talking about that. Yeah. And in your head, you're like, "Huh, I feel like this conversation ended ten minutes ago, but we're still talking."
0: Well, and and it seems like sometimes like that's uh, desirable. Like Mm -hmm. there are times where like it's just a really good natural conversation, and you're like, "Oh shit, it's been two hours," but then Mm -hmm. there's other times where you're like. I really need to go to bed and this conversation just won't end and you're like appreciate talking to that person but at the same time you're just like oh. i am tired <laughs> and it, i just want to sleep <laughs> yeah it's and it's worse when it's one-on-one that's like you know if there's at least three or four people then you don't feel as rude if you're just like all right i gotta go home and then like leave the two people there but if it's down to just those two and the other person's like totally into what you're doing and you're just kind of done yeah that can take some mm-hmm. uh some cojones to just be like i don't want to hang out anymore i want to go home and play video games or i'm tired oh. like so worried about like offending someone or disappointing someone
1: yeah, cause you don't, you don't want to be rude, right? Like the best example is that, of that, I was hanging out at my friend's place like the other day. We were watching, we were watching, we were watching one of the Pokemon films like from 2004. I forget, I forget which one it was, but then it was already 11, and we were like, "Oh, are we gonna watch another movie?" And I'm like, "Oh, sure. Like it's only 11. I'm not too tired." But then we started a conversation. We're talking. It's now 1 a.m. And I'm like kind of want to go home (laughs) like i i don't dislike the conversation i'm just tired now yeah like it's 1 a.m i've been awake since 7 i just want to nap i I just i'll like try to close it like try to be subtle like i'll take i'll start taking out my phone like oh would you look at the time it's already so and so time but then you keep talking anyway and it, (laughs) it doesn't really like get through to the other person
0: yeah Social cues, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Could be tough. It's the the curse of hanging out with nerds. They're not always good at social cues. <laughs> I, uh, I was trying to think of stuff that I wanted to talk about today. And uh, one thing that I've been wanting to talk about for weeks, and I mentioned it, like, in our chat group. And I know I'm probably going to get shit from a lot of people for this because, like... Anyway, I I could get into it. But uh, there's been a lot of music lately that I've been wanting to talk about and I've been super Mm -hmm. excited about. And uh, number one on my list, which please email me how you feel about this. But uh, Billie Eilish's new album is so fucking good. (laughs) And I know like her fan base is all like 15 year old girls. I'm in their discord. I know what, what goes on. Uh, (laughs) I mean, considering the main person other than
1: you, I know that really loves Billie Eilish is 15.
0: (laughs) Makes sense. Dude, I'm going to stand by it and I'm going to say like whatever like chart topping shit or whatever like praise or recognition that she gets, she deserves it because that album is insane. I may have been slightly influenced by the Devil's Lettuce the first time I listened to it, but regardless of that, it's a solid album and like the audio engineering and some of the like just really cool stuff that they tried to do is pretty unique and i think it doesn't like it i think she accomplished her goal of not fitting into a specific category because she's like i don't want to be pop i don't want to be hip-hop she dresses kind of hip-hop and she kind of like has like overlapping fans from that world but like her music's kind of poppy but it's kind of got a dark side to it like she, there's some stuff on there that's super jazzy. Like it's, it's pretty cool. She's, she's willing to like, just try whatever the fuck. And her brother is like the guy who's producing and engineering most of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's awesome. And supposedly her, uh, her performance at Coachella that just happened, uh, was like a lot of people are saying, wow, like out of nowhere, she's cause she just dropped her album and then she just like blew up at Coachella. So, Mm-hmm. I'm calling her right now. She's uh, she's going places. Hmm. Might
1: have to give her full album a listen to that, because I listened to like the first song. And I was like, it's not bad, but it's not really what I'm into. No, the first. But I'm also the guy that's really into a lot of K-pop, so my opinion is pretty much like worthless.
0: Anyway, so it's like. So a couple of things. The first half of the album is more upbeat and poppy, and then it kind of gets like darker and slower as the album goes on Mm -hmm. um and then on top of that like it's pretty it's pretty refreshing some of the stuff that she talks about for example one of the songs is called zanny and the whole song is basically an anti-drug song
2: Mm. it's
0: basically all about how like she grew up with this group of friends but like now that they're starting to like drink and and smoke and do drugs and stuff like they're just not the same people And like they'll all get together and like the only thing the literally the only thing they have in common is that they're sharing an ashtray and drinking like you know like Mm -hmm. they're just not interesting people anymore because like drugs have taken over any like fun interesting part about them and they yeah
1: it pretty much became like their personality right exactly that's jake over there he drinks
0: yeah uh it's really interesting because she's 17 And so, to have like a 17 year old in Hollywood, like in, raised in Los Angeles to like basically come out and like be anti drug and like promote people to be interesting and, and like she doesn't dress provocative in any way. It's like she's the complete opposite of Nicki Minaj, right? Like Mm -hmm. she wears these big baggy outfits, like buttoned all the way up to the neck and like very, like a lot of like chains almost. Like a hint of goth, but like hip hop goth. I, it's, it's really interesting how she's like kind of breaks a lot of the stereotypes of like the typical 17 year old pop diva, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's very different from the Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears shit that I, you know, <laughs> that was coming out when I was like in junior high, high school. So I don't know. It's refreshing. Hmm. I think, I think it's, uh, i think pop music has been kind of missing the darker edgier side lately like you know and i i remember when marilyn manson was like all over mtv like he like he was kind of anti-pop like this goth pop metal guy who somehow you know made a name for himself when he was surrounded by all of these bubblegum pop bands you know marilyn manson comes huh. out like showing his ass cheeks on on MTV during his live performance and was like what the fuck like it was very jarring you it was know? very provocative yeah and then like you know I remember when Nine Inch Nails you know came out like there used to be a like a darker side of pop there was always kind of the counter it, it's poppy stuff but it's kind of got a different edge to it and I yeah and i kind of i i don't know i hope my my hope is that billy can kind of cuz her videos are all like <laughs> really kind of dark and creepy and like she explores a lot of ideas about like suicide and death and fucking stuff like that so it's i don't know it's refreshing hmm
1: uh, did you did you see much of the conspiracy about how billy eilish is a industry plant
0: yeah well people say that because her parents are also in the industry like Mm -hmm. she grew up in in the industry um you know she was like raised as a dancer until she like broke her leg and like you know she she is that i mean she's an la she was raised in the culture and whatever and Mm -hmm. so But that being said, she does write her and her brother pretty much write and produce all their own stuff. So, yeah,
1: because I remember seeing that and I was like, really? You like, do you really think it's true or do you just like dislike her that much? Right. And then the biggest thing, like, I saw to it was like, oh, really? She's an industry plant. It's like, sure, her parents are in the industry. But the biggest thing they were in was a movie that they co produced and acted in. And, it, and you're telling me that they couldn't, like, with those connections they supposedly have, they didn't propel themselves to, like, the forefront of the industry?
2: Yeah. So it's like,
1: you got to give her credit on her own merits. It's just, it's good.
0: Yeah, and for every Billie Eilish that has parents who, were, who raised them in the industry, there's hundreds of kids whose parents are actors and singers who don't do shit with their lives <laughs> who no. basically live off of their parents wealth right so pretty much yeah i mean yeah she may have had a leg up because you know she probably had some connections and some doors were open for her because of you know her family and and where she was raised and all that stuff obviously gives her an advantage right she probably wouldn't have had it as easy if she was born in ohio or something but that being said she still had to do the work Mm -hmm. like there's lots of famous kids who are total pieces of shit (laughs) that don't do anything they don't contribute to society in any way other than like showing up at clubs and like doing spending uh, (laughs)
1: daddy's money
0: doing like random tv spots the economy jimmy dancing with the stars Mm -hmm. and shit. but like i don't know i like respect to her she she was given the resources and the connections and she made something out of that mhm so whatever people are going to hate i i i think she's talented as fuck so i hope to see more from her in the future um i think as long as she doesn't do anything stupid i think she has a long successful career ahead of her especially if she stays on the anti-drug thing and doesn't end up like you know
1: the other ones all the other (laughs) ones (laughs) that use a lot of drugs and then don't have happy endings
0: yeah exactly pretty much all the major pop artists either pop rock rap pretty like the ones that eventually get clean or at least get clean enough to not like go down that they're still around and they're still successful right Mm -hmm. like eminem he was headed to a real bad place and you know he rehabbed and still making music and i don't know i think uh, you know one one of the biggest ones for me not necessarily a musician but the biggest transformation of someone who like cleaned up their life is uh fucking steve-o I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From Jackass? My God. He looks he looks like a completely different person.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he talks about it a lot, too. Like, how, how messed up his voice is now. And he's like, yeah, this is all because of that lifestyle I lived before. Yep. But I deal with it now, and I'm a better person. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. And I now I... he goes, like, makes documentaries, finds a dog in, like, a South American country, and then, like, takes it home with him.
0: Yeah, I I did watch some of that. That was pretty cool. How he like just picked a random dog and like took it home and rehabbed it. Mm-hmm. He was
1: like, I want a dog to share this journey with me, and then he found a dog just on the streets. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's hard, I guess. I I can't imagine. I'm. I don't live like deep in that industry, but I have friends who are kind of in that industry, and it's pretty interesting how widespread and just like prominent that is mm-hmm. it's just ingrained in the culture but if she can avoid that she's got uh, she's got a successful career ahead of her i think she'll be around for a while also uh a friend of mine from high school a good friend of mine who uh has been in various bands his band was called hey mike but he also uh wrote and produced with the band yellow card for a while uh he's a guitarist and a singer he just came out with a new album uh his band is called brookhurst you guys can look it Brooke up it, it's on spotify oh. if you like 90s like pop punk he's extremely talented he writes and produces and records most of his stuff like he plays drums guitar bass like he tracks a lot of it himself and the vocals, uh, they just came. He he just came out the new album, and I think he might be. I don't know if he's gonna tour or anything, but the album's really fantastic. He actually remade a few of his old Hey Mike songs from back when I knew him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and they're on this album. So yeah, if you like pop punk, check that out. I forget what the album is called. I should look it up. Uh, the band is called Brookhurst. Though his name is Stephen Newfield. I don't feel bad doxing him because he's well... hes a
1: public figure now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look up, Hey Mike or uh, Craig's brother or Brooke Hurst, you're going to see his name. He's pretty much been involved with a lot of like uh, the the pop, like poppier side of punk mm-hmm. for the last like 10 or 20 years. So let me see Brooke Hurst. Let's see what this album is called. It is called Heartstrings, so check that out. Um, one other one that I wanted to mention that I just found out about. His name is—I I don't know how to pronounce this. It's either Bi, Bibio or Bibio. It's B. B <laughs> um, i b i o. B i b i o. B i b i o. Um.
1: Think. I think that's Bibio. Yeah. Like, like a Bibio. Bibio. You know, the (laughs) reference to the document that exists on
0: your site, your cited sources, a bio if you're sure, yeah. Um, no, yeah, but he, uh, I don't know where he's from. All I know is I was like listening to music on Spotify one day, and uh, at the top of the thing, it's like, if you like recommended just for you, new album by Bibio, and uh, so I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Spotify is usually pretty good at like. They've got good algorithms. They recommend stuff to me and that I end up really liking. So I looked up Bibio, uh, his new album is called Ribbons. And I listened to it from beginning to end and it is amazing. Uh, I really don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like trippy, 70s, folky, like there's a little bit of electronic, atmospheric like i i really don't know how to explain it it's one of those things you just gotta listen to it and you'll immediately Mm. know like oh yeah it's it has like a familiar sound and feel to it but you don't really know why Mm -hmm. it's pretty that? that. anyway um by the way uh beat my kids i saw just showed up in chat a second ago here on twitch I haven't seen him in a long time, so I did want to stop and say hello to beat my kids. He's from Canada. That's what they do there. Um, One
1: with maple syrup.
0: <laughs> I think that's it, music-wise, that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Billy Eilish, I've been wanting to talk about for a few weeks, and then like just this week, I found out about Bibio.
2: Hmm.
1: Did you Did you listen to the song "Old Town Road"? Which one is that? By Little Nas X.
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. Tell me about it.
1: All right. So basically, this song came out of nowhere by this young artist, Little Nas X, and it rose to like the number one spot on the Billboard chart for country music. And then Billboard took it off the list. They said, this isn't actually country music. So you know who rolls up to the studio? Full cowboy hat, boots, on a horse, the legends say billy ray cyrus shows up takes the song remixes it
0: as a country song
1: with his own vo- vocals in it, it goes back onto the chart takes the number one spot again and everyone loses their mind it it was phenomenal and that's crazy a pretty
0: good song yeah i'll have to check that out i had in no idea road. i don't i don't follow the pop or the charts very closely um I oh, I don't
1: either. The only you know it's it's starting to like make its way around because that song, one of the main things people cited for the popularity was that it started getting used as a meme, like a uh, meme song. Yeah. So on a lot of TikTok videos, it would start with that. Yeah. And then go into like whatever skit it was, so that like played into the popularity, but then yeah, once Billboard took it off saying, "Oh, this isn't country enough." Billy Ray Cyrus remixed it himself put it out there again and it just blew up even more
0: that's crazy i'll have to check it out that sounds really interesting i uh songs of bop yeah is it pretty uh pretty catchy
1: it's it's pretty catchy
0: mm. i like catchy songs mm-hmm. um speaking of music also coachella was this week right
1: it was yes billy yeah, I, m-
0: I mentioned that briefly um i i wanted to show this i i don't know if you've ever seen this video i thought it was pretty funny uh it's not even from this year i think it's from a couple years ago but it uh i thought it was a pretty good uh depiction of our of our culture especially like <laughs> at special events
1: Oh, I did see this video.
0: It's literally (laughs) this big open area at Coachella, and every single person is, like, either posing for or taking a picture. Like, there's all these, there's music playing in the background, there's all these people around, like, and everyone's staring at their phones taking pictures, trying to get the perfect shot of them at Coachella.
1: The Coachella content farm.
0: And then the top comment, imagine someone brought a cell phone jammer to Coachella. (laughs) Just walk around with a cell phone jammer in your pocket and just like create bubbles of havoc. Mm.
1: It's not updated on my Instagram. How am I supposed to let people know I'm at Coachella?
0: And then crispy audio. Apparently, he was saying that a stagehand fell to his death. I did not hear about that.
1: Neither did I.
0: So we're gonna have to do some research on that. But yeah, I uh, one of my coworkers went to Coachella. Um, who did he mention? He mentioned that someone had a really amazing show that stood out to him. Uh, oh, Tame Impala.
2: Hmm.
0: He said Tame Impala's show was pretty like. Impressive. Which I, I've—I know who Tame Paula is. I've listened to some of his stuff, but he said that he was super impressed by the whole set, hmm. more so than he expected. So,
1: the name I, rings a bell, but I don't think I've heard their music.
0: I think a couple of the videos from Coachella are on YouTube, so people can look those up. So yeah, a lot of exciting kind of music stuff going on lately. I think mm-hmm. uh, I'm
1: pretty sure you know the K pops here. I'm pretty sure Blackpink actually performed at Coachella this year.
0: Yeah, well. there was there was more of a a K pop presence. So that's K pop, man. Mm-hmm. We all knew it was a, a force to be reckoned with, but now it's starting to come to fruition.
1: It's big. They're everywhere. Especially like the number of K pop groups that are popping up and showing up on my radar. There's like a new one every like four weeks. I can't support them all, Jimmy. <laughs> I just can't. There's too many. I don't have enough ears, not enough time in the day.
0: I know. I, I never got past baby metal, dude. That's like my favorite. Uh... Are they, but are they Korean or are they Japanese?
1: I think that's Japanese. Dude, yeah, baby metal.
0: I fucking love baby metal. I like uh, I like rock and metal, though, I think, more than the average bear, but their stuff's pretty awesome. And I like that they actually, uh, like, a lot of people accused them of just being, like, a same thing, like, an industry planter, that they were just, like, engineered to be successful because it's three cute Japanese girls in a metal band. But, like, they've done interviews, and they're, like, actually really, they're all, like fans of metal and they like knew their shit when they would talk about it and stuff like which i respect and you know they they've performed with a lot of like american metal bands and and international metal bands and stuff like they're not just some cute girls that can sing that were thrown into a metal band like they're actually pretty passionate about it so i thought that was pretty cool uh uh-huh. Crispy Audio in Twitch chat says lead rigger since day one of the festival wasn't wearing his safety rig and fell 60 feet from the top of the stage to his death during a live performance or like during setup because that would be pretty traumatizing if a dude (laughs) fell from a rig during a show.
1: I mean, if it was during a show, imagine how many people would think like, oh, it's part of the performance, like not realizing a dude just plummeted to his death in front of them.
0: Yeah, that' true. Depending on who, like if, if it was some beginning of setup. Oh, okay.
1: Uh-huh. That's why we got OSHA.
0: Yeah, he wasn't. You, <laughs> who were we talking to about uh, not, wear, not putting on his harness when he worked construction? It was, um. Uh, we had him on the podcast.
1: Oh, launcher.
0: Launcher Q, yeah. Launcher Q. Dude, like it
1: took too long to put on the
0: harness. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it took way too long to put on the harness just to get up on the third floor to get the part I needed. And it, then, then, like, you read comments like Crispy Audios, and you're like, dude, there's a reason. <laughs> that's crazy. OSHA is crawling up their ass at the moment, I'm sure. Yeah, that's... uh. They weren't ensuring the safety of their workers. Mm-hmm.
1: It's inefficient, but it's like it's safety, right? It doesn't matter how inefficient it is when someone's life could be on the line, and it was.
0: That's crazy. I did not hear about that. I'm gonna have to look that up afterward. <sighs> oh, one last music thing. I knew there was something I was leading up to. So there's been. Do you know? You know who Little Dicky is, right? He, I he do. Uh left word
1: what is it? What what's the one he says? He says
0: He has like all the AKA's
1: right. Yeah, AKA like Little Penis, AKA yeah. leftward, like sloping one.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, he had his album that came out called Professional Rapper, or whatever, and then he kinda dropped off the radar, because uh, I guess he's been working on a show and like all this stuff. Like his album opened a lot of doors for him and mm-hmm. he's always said that he wanted to get into comedy and acting, right? So like
1: yeah, especially if you listen to his music, like... Right. It's rap, but it's funny.
0: Right. And But he's also a really good rapper. Like, his, his rap that isn't comedy rap is also really good. He's just a talented right. dude all around. But after his album came out, he kind of fell off the radar. He released a couple singles. He's been supposedly working on a movie or a TV show or something. But then, like, within the last couple weeks... He started dropping these like random hint tweets and stuff about like how a new single and videos dropping and all this stuff. And then like all these rumors started coming out and then uh, Justin Bieber followed uh, Little Dicky on Twitter and then like retweeted one of his tweets and, and said, let's save the world. Or something like that. And so people are like, oh shit, like is little Dicky and, and Justin Bieber because Justin Bieber hasn't really been releasing a lot of stuff either. Like he kind of oh. said that he was going to take some time off or whatever. Um, so everyone started speculating, and uh it it's been confirmed Little Dicky was on the Ellen show like this morning. Mm. And he announced that he's releasing a song called Earth. And there are like 35 celebrities. I think at least that are involved in this project, like from Justin Bieber to Ariana Grande to uh, uh, what's that actor's name from three and a half men, Charlie Sheen. Like there's just like, all, like there's all these names that like all of a sudden were announced that are going to be involved in this video. And it comes out at midnight Eastern, which I think is 9 PM Pacific today. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so, so, so the, a couple hours after this podcast, and supposedly it's supposed to be like this huge project where he's trying to just re- unite the world because it's like Earth Day, I think, is this weekend or something. I mean, isn't it Easter? Good Friday's tomorrow. I I, th- I guess Earth Day is coming up or something.
1: Well, let's find out. We got
2: Google.
0: Earth. Yeah, we got the com- with the technology. So anyway, he's releasing this video Monday. called. Yeah, Monday. Okay. He's releasing this video called Earth that's just like a conglomerate of celebrities all coming together to create this project. And he's kind of the one who's heading the whole thing up, I guess. Um, And a lot of people are speculating. They're comparing it kind of like – I don't know if you remember. Well, you may not even have been born. I don't know. But when I was a kid, Michael Jackson mm -hmm. came out with a song called – uh, uh, there's two. There's we are the world, and then there's heal the world. Heal the world, make it a better place. And then there's we are the world, uh, and we are children. yeah. And it was just like all of these celebrities came together and recorded that song together, and like a different celebrity like sang each uh, verse and chorus or whatever. So a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be something like that, where it's just like this giant. We'll see. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's also, it's a little dicky though. So it could also be like a giant like joke. Right. So we can't be sure.
0: But uh, I mean, the fact that Justin Bieber, like leading up to it, just started following him on Twitter and retweeting his stuff and saying, let's, let's like save the world and all this stuff. So yeah, it's either a, a really late April Fool's joke or, uh, or it could be the most epic music video made in the last 10 years. Who knows? Mm-hmm.
1: And Little Dicky is the dude that made, I believe it was the most expensive music video and the cheapest music video. Yeah, he did
0: save that money, which was like basically he went around Hollywood and asked people if he could use their shit for free and like made a video on a $1,000 budget or something like
1: that. Yeah, that was good. And then they returned the cameras that they used for it as well to yeah. get it back down to zero. He so, like can...
0: He convinced, like, a, a Lamborghini dealership to let him, like, use the car in the video. And he met some old lady who let her use their mansion to, like, record and stuff. He just, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's definitely, like, in the style of something he'd do.
0: Yeah, he's got the ambition. Like, he's got the drive to do it, you know. So it could be interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see. Uh, by the time anyone hears this podcast, it'll already be out, so. I'm going to say now that it will be successful. That's my prediction. People are going to be talking about it. Maybe, mm. maybe even memes. Oh,
1: definitely memes. <laughs> Every single screen cap is going to be scrubbed for the opportunity. Meme, the meme economy, it's going to go crazy.
0: Yep. I, I it i hate to admit that it took me far longer than it should have for me to discover that subreddit
1: oh meme economy
0: meme economy yeah same with so uh good. same with youtube haiku those were those are two that like a lot of people got their start too i was just recently listening to um uh Gus Johnson did a podcast on H3H3 and they were kind of comparing how they both came up like on YouTube and they were talking about how they like early on, they got a lot of their traction from YouTube haiku. So that surprised me because I did, I had no idea that that subreddit had been around for so long and that it was so popular.
1: It's pretty big because it's actually something I've noticed because a big meme and like the Twitch community is like, oh, how do you get big on Twitch? And it's like, be famous somewhere else then come to Twitch. <laughs> and it's how you can grind and have amazing content, but if no one sees it, right. you're not going to get anywhere. So places like YouTube Haiku where someone says, hey, this is something really good, look at it, and gets posted. Tons of upvotes, millions of eyes looking at it, and then that propels people. That's like, the big boost that it takes to really like push them into the next phase of like their development.
0: Yeah. You got to get eyeballs on it somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a grind, but there's smart ways to go about it. I'm, I'm in the, there's a, there's also a subreddit called new tubers, which is like YouTubers with smaller channels. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, like looking at their different like trials and conversations and stuff about like, what what's worked for them and what hasn't and like one guy straight up the other day was like oh yeah he's like self-posting works as much as nobody like they'll give you shit for it he's like just find the right subreddits and post your own shit on there and it'll get eyeballs <laughs> he was just like really shameless about it he's not wrong
1: yeah but <laughs> he ain't right i mean Because it works. Like I know a few people that like I only discover them because they self promoted in like a Discord in a Discord channel's like self promote section.
0: Well, yeah, and it's funny how like in in most other industries, it's not. I mean, it's not like as taboo as it is online for some reason. In most sales job, like advertising is expected and it's part of. You know, no one would ever get mad at, like, Coca-Cola for having self-promoting ads on television or whatever. Like, most companies where – because if you're an online celebrity, like you're a streamer or YouTuber or whatever, you are the product. And so to expect people who are in that position not to promote themselves is just kind of, like, silly. Because the whole – like, your whole point is to gain – popularity and to get more people to watch you and to promote yourself. So, like, I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: People want everything to be so organic, you know, like, like they don't want to feel like they're being tricked or advertised to or whatever, when in reality that's all it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And anyone who tries to pretend that they don't want to grow, they're not being honest. Like, y- you can be like you can all say that you're doing this cause you enjoy doing it. But like at some level, we're all chasing the same carrot, right? No one's going to yeah. be like, no, I wish I was less popular. Like you that's just not. Yeah,
2: it's like,
1: th- that idea is always going to be in the back of your mind. Like, Oh, what am, what am I doing wrong? How can I grow? How can I improve? Right. You're not like, you can love it. And like, I know a lot of people generally like love, like being an influencer, that type of thing. But if you don't have that little, like, idea in the back of your head that wants to drive you to, like, improve and, like, think about growing, it's – you're just not going to, like – you're not going to worry about it, but you're also never going to get anywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and like, the people who may come off as genuine, they're just better at faking it than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to say like, they want to grow too. They want subscriptions. They want, they want, you know, donations and they want to do it full time. They're just better at being genuine in front of a camera or convincing you that they're genuine. Like, but that doesn't mean that they don't want success.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not wrong. Right. Right. So, like, that's why it bugs me so much when people call each other out. Like, it's one thing follow for follow. Obviously, there are things that are straight up, like, kind of counter, like, that are – I I don't even blame those people because if it works, whatever. But I won't watch someone who does that only because that's usually a sign that they don't have good content.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Like, content should be king and promoting good content should be okay i don't i don't see anything wrong with me sending a youtube link to my friends of a a video that i'm proud of or even posting it on a subreddit if i'm genuinely proud of the content that i made and i want to put it out there because i want people to see what i made fuck you if you're going to try and call me out for promoting myself like that's just part of life and everybody does it and everybody wants to be It's human nature. Uh, Dale Carnegie said, like, one of the top three things that people need in life is to feel important. You know, besides food and shelter, like, the the feeling of importance is what drives people. So, like, I don't know. I've never had a problem with people self-promoting. And it kind of bugs me when people, like, shun it so openly. Or, like, I don't know. Maybe. Uh Like, they're just, they're doing what. Most people are too afraid to do, but we're all like I said, we're all chasing the same carrot. Like we, <laughs> no one wants to fail.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like the most recent example of that would probably be how the new Hearthstone expansion dropped, like like two weeks ago. So disguised toast is like one of the biggest ones, and a lot of people in this in the subreddit Hearthstone were mad at Toast because he had clickbaited some content. It was like f- three four videos. 100% win rate decks and it's because on stream he made these decks went 5 and 0 and then you know you want people to click on the content so you're just like oh 100% win rate haha like no one no one expects it to be 100% it's just entertainment right and people got so mad that he's like oh he's clickbaiting he's using like this content it's like you do it cuz it works like sure you can get mad that it's clickbaity but you're putting yourself at a disadvantage if you aren't doing it.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, th- there's a reason that Disguise Toast is a successful Twitch <laughs> He's not stupid, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's been around long enough to know, like, that's what you do. And it's funny because, like, the ones y- – people are okay with, like, one side or the other, but as soon as you fall somewhere in the middle, like, It's not okay for some reason. Like Mm -hmm. if you look at Dr. Disrespect, who is like, obviously it's satirical, but he's also like 100% just self-promotion, self-aggrandizing. Like that is his brand and people are okay with that. Or people are okay with someone who's like a hundred they feel a hundred percent genuine, right? But like then most of the people fall somewhere in the middle where they genuinely enjoy streaming, but they might also occasionally try and plug something or talk about their stream or whatever, and people are like, oh, that guy's self-promoting. That's so annoying. It's like, why <laughs> why like why is it okay for some people, but not others? I don't know. It just the only thing the one of the other ways i'll draw the line is when it's systemic when it systemically supports some people over others i don't like that when it's out of our control as a community for example when twitch was running ninja commercials in front of other people's streams like to me that kind of crosses the line only because like that's Twitch, that's the platform directly like deciding that you know, Ninja is more important than the rest of us. It it, it just feels gross. It doesn't feel good to have somebody else's stream promoted like in the commercial right before yours. So maybe I'm a hypocrite for that, but I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with people being proud of their work and wanting to talk about it. Like <laughs> Mashief and Crispy Audio both posted their Twitch links in chat. And like to be honest, Mashief does our Chief's beef and I think everyone should go check him out. And Crispy Audio was a guest on our podcast, super successful, interesting young man who uh yeah, I fuck, I don't care. Like I'll gladly promote you guys even though your your hours are almost impossible for me to ever catch one of your streams, but yeah, you guys are entertaining. I love, I love, I love me a good late night mischief stream when I'm up working on stuff. I, I lurk around in there occasionally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, I just it's so silly to me that people care about it so much. Like, you've got Twitch police who are like <laughs> who want to like enforce their own moral like. Code on everyone else about what is and is not acceptable on Twitch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially like self-promoting on Reddit is probably the hardest things to do, just because so many people have opinions on what self-promotion is. Like, oh wait, this is you made this video, and you posted it here—that's self-promotion. And then other ones is like, oh, you you made some content that you're proud of. Yeah, sure, we'll allow it. And then it's like different people have different ideas on what constitutes even self-promotion, right? as well so it's just it's a lose-lose situation
0: well yeah and some to me anything creative or artistic like it all falls under the creative category right and so like it bugs me the fact that some creative things are okay to self-promote over others for example like our videos they they frown upon self-promotion right like posting your own video on our videos even though it could have taken you hours to make or whatever. Whereas if you go to like a smaller kind of niche community, like let's say bead sprites, right? 99% of the R bead sprites subreddit is people posting their own creations. (laughs) And it's like, look at this awesome, like full size Zelda that I made or whatever. Uh, And people are like, dude, that's awesome. And it's all just like kind of, But it's people posting their own creations. Mm -hmm. But if it's a video or a song or like certain certain creations, certain mediums are not okay to post your own work. I don't know. It's it's very silly, and it's yeah. Depending on which subreddit you're on, some are just like so hardcore compared to others.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Especially it's like without that discoverability without getting your name out there you're really not going to grow and then when everybody is saying like self promotion is bad don't do it it's like i don't know how they <laughs> expect people to like i don't know how they expect people to grow like i don't know what they think the like the current people that are already big like what steps they took to get there because they probably did similar thing it doesn't matter like oh well i've been here for like 6 years doing this thing it's less about the time and more the content and getting it out there and getting it found.
0: Well, yeah, and so bringing that back around to little Dicky, he was actually banned from our the R Hip Hop Heads subreddit for self for self promotion. Uh like in his early days, I think he like created a couple like Reddit accounts and he was posting his own even before his album, like he had some singles that he dropped that were pretty funny uh that he made YouTube videos for, and he would drop them on reddit in in a couple different subreddits, including hip hop heads and he got banned from the subreddit and so it's kind of funny to see him go on to be successful, and he's still to this day, I'm pretty sure he's banned from that subreddit, even though he's like a multi platinum selling artists now and he's like but they were they were just like gatekeeping him so hard because he kept posting his own content Mm -hmm. it's it's all just so ridiculous because you kind of need those platforms right like either reddit or facebook or you need or instagram you you need a place where the eyeballs are
2: Mm -hmm.
1: especially like the more niche the community is because for as for as many people say twitch is huge in the grand scheme of things twitch is still really small right like if you say if you say oh no good example because this happened to me if you're out and about and you've got a camera pointing at you and you're talking to it the first thing people think is oh are you a vlogger
2: <laughs> yeah and then
1: if you say no i'm live streaming on a twitch they're they're like you're you're doing what on a huh
2: yeah exactly
1: like, it's the bigger platform these larger platforms with more eyes you need to promote on there if you want to ever get seen
0: nope you can't you're not allowed to like
1: no that's self-promotion yeah and it it, and i find it really funny too because i know a lot of the like pretty big streamers on twitch that play like one game like league of legends youtube And Reddit is pretty much like just solely advertising. Like they have an editor that does all of that for them. The editor gets like all that revenue. They use it purely for advertising. So people are like, Oh, this dude does these sick plays. I saw his YouTube video and he streams on Twitch. Well, I'm going to go there and like watch it live. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all just funnels, right? Like it's all just funnels to where you want them to end up content wise. I, I have zero, uh, ambitions of ever making money on youtube especially the way things are going with like all the adpocalypse stuff and demonetization stuff so i know that i most likely am not going to make any ad revenue ever from youtube even if i ever did get enough subscribers but the point is you need it just for the views just for the eyeballs that's like the number one reason I have a YouTube channel at all is just to, so people know that I exist and can find my Twitch channel or hit the com or whatever. I, that's it. That's the only reason I have a Twitter. That's the only reason I have YouTube. Uh, there's a Facebook group that there's like, I'm the only member of, cause I don't promote it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's there, just in case. Yeah,
0: there's a jimmynavio.tv Facebook group, just in case. Like, if, if I ever, it's you know. It's
1: only there, so whenever there's a Facebook integration, you can integrate it.
0: i don't use it, though. You have a Reddit for the prawn? Oh, I have a separate Reddit login for that. I, uh, I have, like, four Reddit logins. <laughs> I have one that only subscribes to cryptocurrency uh, subreddits. And then I have like my main one and a couple other ones for various reasons. Which a lot of the the apps on the phone allow you to quickly switch between your different accounts. So it comes in handy. I love mm-hmm. that Reddit, Reddit accounts are truly anonymous in the sense that you don't even have to e- uh, enter an email address if you don't want. The email address is optional uh, if, you, if you forget your password and want to recover it. But you can just create accounts willy-nilly without even needing an email address or anything. Just, you know. So you can mm-hmm. have five different Reddit accounts that all subscribe to different things.
1: It is funny, though, how on Reddit people view how much karma you have as, like, a level of trust as well. <laughs> they're like, oh, this account's brand new. Yeah. No karma. And they're and they're posting this thing. Like, they posted it in a lot of these places today. Hmm seems shady probably a bot i'm gonna report it but if you had an account for like six years hundreds of posts ten thousand karma people are like wow so this guy's a real human behind this he definitely doesn't have any bad intentions behind posting this video here today
0: yeah i should probably take advantage of that myself but for the most part anything i've tried to do self-promotion wise with a few exceptions has mostly gotten shot down Um, because my Reddit account, uh, looking at it right here, it is, I'm in the nine-year club. Let's see I can pull it up. Nine-year club, uh, sequence editor, which I think was this last, uh, April fools. I'm on team Orangered, I did the summer Santa in two thousand ten and I have a verified email account and I have twelve thousand two hundred and sixty one karma so I, I guess I should farm my uh i should start taking advantage of my karma and i'll just I'll just sell my my uh persona to companies be like hey, I got a nine year old twelve thousand karma account. you want me to post stuff for your company.
1: I mean, that is a business on Reddit. (laughs) I know. That is something people do. Yeah. I still do find that really interesting that companies see like a Reddit account with like those like specific requirements as something of value to them as like an advertising platform because really it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like that. Right. And a lot of, and then it also makes me question, you can really easily spot the bad like promotional stuff like, Oh, this is clearly an advertisement. This wasn't organic at all. Right. Make me wonder how many were advertisements, but it was just so good. They didn't, that it didn't even cross your mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, asked, does anyone else make it a habit to post shit of people who you like though? And I will say, yes. If you go through my Reddit post history, um, (laughs) <laughs> My cat is driving Lady Navio crazy right now. Um, I've posted videos from, like, clips from Favor, uh, Mr. from the uh, Ring of Favor. Uh, let's see. Who else? I post a lot of stuff in specific, like, gaming subreddits from either, like, clips or news that I've found Uh, I posted some stuff about Minion Masters players. Um, There were a couple that I posted from other DLC team members that actually did really well and gave them a pretty large view boost. So, yes, I do uh, try and get involved in post content from other creators that I enjoy. And uh, you can hope that they return the favor. Hmm. But I don't know. Reddit's weird.
1: <laughs> it is a really, really weird social media site because because of that anonymity as well. Yeah. It's like you can't really trust anyone. But they are trying to move towards that direction of being more like Facebook, which I don't really like. like. I like it because it's so anonymous and it's just like a funnel from all these other sites for content.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, in fact, I think there's certain features that you they restrict access to now. Um, if you don't have a verified email or if your account is under a certain age, there are a, a few restrictions of things you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And the verified email badge is something that shows up in your profile. So um, a lot of people use that as a gauge of, some level of trust, even though you can just make fake email accounts (laughs) Mm -hmm. for some reason, people think, Oh, he's got a verified email. He must be a human being, but
1: yeah, really, really doesn't mean much. You could just Google like fake email account and then click the first link.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you can create temporary emails for like signing up for spam shit (laughs) or just to remain as anonymous as possible. But I think, uh, I think as long as your content has some level of value and it's not just purely regurgitating someone else's work or trying to sell a product or whatever, like as long as you're trying to make content that's in some way interesting or funny or contributing to a specific hobby or group or something like I don't care if if you made it or not it shouldn't matter if it's something that you think other people will enjoy post away I don't I, I give zero shits in other news uh why don't you tell me about this whole Sekiro thing well what do you want to know It's a great game. Well, yeah. I haven't played it at all. And I know I've seen everybody and their mom stream it on Twitch. And we did kind of talk about it, I think, um, already. But uh, you were talking to me about uh, this uh, PC Gamer post. The
1: PC Gamer
0: article. That spawned the copy pasta that has been floating around the internet for the last couple weeks. I have it up here. So why don't you uh, explain what happened?
1: All right. So basically, for everyone that didn't know, so a writer for PC Gamer put out an article saying, let me let me bring it up myself so I don't get it wrong. Let's see here. PC Gamer status. I beat Sekiro's final boss with cheats, and I feel fine. To which a lyric re- instantly responded, fucking noob. Which- <laughs> makes a lot of sense because Sekiro phenomenal game the story is pretty good the combat is phenomenal but it it is very difficult but it's a good kind of difficulty because every time you get your ass your ass kicked you get better you learn what they do you beat them and then you just feel like you've accomplished something and it all culminates into the game's final boss where he basically uses every move that you've come up against. Oh, okay. So it basically like, if you have mastered the game, the boss will be a cakewalk because he only does stuff you've already seen. But it is still very challenging. But then the, the writer of the article used a third party client to modify the game to slow it down so that he could read the boss's movements and still have a ton of time before he had to make any kind of reaction and a lot of people really didn't like that, and it spawned this great coffee pasta. You cheated not only the game, but yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing was risked, and nothing was gained. It's
0: sad that you don't know the difference. Burn. Yeah, that's... That's, uh some harsh uh, truths were it's really philosophical
1: because it kind of kind of makes sense because i know some people were claiming like the game should have like an easier setting so it's more accessible to people but that's not really the point because it was especially funny there was a there was a gamer that only has an arm and a leg and i believe play through Sekiro and still beat it it's like, <laughs> like, the game is perfectly like accessible like just get good yeah and it's like it's just another bad mark on video game journalism because honestly like you can get pretty good video game journalists on YouTube the end of everyone that's independent that do it because they like to do it right because for the most part a lot of these article writers for sites like PC game or like IGN a lot of these people it feels like they don't like video games or they don't play video games
0: no they just they get, do it because it's popular and it's a job yeah pretty much it it
1: harkens back to the to the cuphead thing where the right. guy couldn't beat the tutorial
0: yeah i i definitely could see that that parallel a lot of these uh <laughs> these game industry employees could actually give few like couldn't possibly give less of a shit but they it have to funny. do it for their job
1: yeah and it was and i'm sure this wouldn't have been such a huge deal if for the fact that the same writer made other articles saying tips and tricks on how to beat sekiro so it's like you you cheated to beat the final boss and here you are telling other people like here's how you can beat the game right like it's 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 not not an oxymoron, it's it's such an irony. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I'm glad it's a good game though. I i do um, intend to play it. Uh and so not. you have an interesting perspective on it because you didn't play any of the Blood Souls, like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, I, Demon Souls. You never played any never of those, played right? Demon Souls,
1: never played Dark Souls, never played Demon Souls. Never played with Bloodborne, yeah. I've never played any type of Souls game before. Yeah. So this was my first one. And you beat it? No. Ah. <laughs> I'm still on the final boss.
0: Won't you? Well, I mean, it's okay to cheat, apparently. So just get it done, dude.
1: I don't want to cheat. That's the thing. Earn I want to know that I've beaten him with my own skill. Because every time he kills me and I get one shot, I know it's because I fucked up. Yeah, Like, that's what's so good about it. It's not like, oh, I died because of bullshit. It's no, I misread what he did, or I didn't dodge fast enough, or I didn't deflect, and I died. That's why. Yeah. Because I know if I were better at the game, it wouldn't be that difficult. It's just, like, reading what they're doing. Because their tells are pretty forgiving. Like, oh, if he pulls his arm back, he's probably going to thrust. If he extends it out, he's probably going to do the AoE thing, to which you have, like, the appropriate countermeasures. Like, you already know how to do it. I'm just like too slow or I'm just not good enough to do it in time. But eventually I'll get
0: there. Yeah. It's a four-stage fight. I've gone to stage three. Ooh, I just saw this. And I heard about this, but I i just saw this article. Uh, Konami uh, just revealed their full Castlevania anniversary collection lineup. And mm-hmm. you, you guys know I'm a huge Metroidvania fan. So I heard that they were doing the anniversary collection, but I I hadn't really heard too much about it. Uh, let's see. <sniffs> anniversary collection will be released on May 16th for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, via Steam, and Xbox One. The collection will be priced at $19.99. Uh... Let's see, the, uh, the uh, titles included will be the original Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, and Super Castlevania. Rounding out the collection will be Castlevania The Adventure on Game Boy, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Castlevania Bloodlines, and Kid Dracula. The last game on the list received a Game Boy remake and sequel in North America. That's cool for 20 bucks. And I think a lot of those games have never been released on anything other than like handheld or console. So the Mm -hmm. fact that they're releasing it alone in the US. Right. And on Steam, dude, that's cool. So like you could play through all the Castlevania games through Steam for 20 bucks. Now they just got to hit all of the ones that I'm. I want Castlevania Symphony of the Night and then all of the Game Boy Advanced ones. Mm hmm. Those ones are the ones I've... Like the, whew, those are my favorite ones. So maybe that'll be next. That'll be in uh, Anniversary Collection 2. Mm-hmm. For only $10 more. Simon's Quest was such a good game. A lot of people hated that game because it was kind of different from the first one, but mm. I love Simon's Quest. It's a great game. It had more RPG elements to it. Like there was a town where you could like talk to people and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Rather than just being,
1: right. and then you know, it's funny. In my head, I was about to say, while well, the other ones are more of a Metroidvania, but it's it's Castlevania. That's where it comes. That's where the name comes from. It's where yeah, comes from. Yeah, so it's funny that like called it that when it is <laughs> like the originator of that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the ones that really solidified the genre, in my opinion, are Castlevania Symphony of the Night and super metroid cuz they up until those two they had a lot of kind of the the elements but like those are the ones that had like everything that you expect from a castle of metroidvania as far as like the 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 map and the way that the level design is and all that stuff so i really hope they keep doing more of the same I, it's a good sign if Konami's going to release more and more of their old console games on PC, I'm all about it. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially remastered.
0: Heck yeah. Uh Aria of Sh- of Sorrows, yeah, that one. There's like two or three Game Boy Advance uh Castlevania games that use the same formula that Symphony of the Night did, and they're all fantastic games, but They're either really expensive if you want like an actual copy of them now, or you have to play them through like an emulator or something.
1: Mm -hmm. It's not quite the same. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually funny. Speaking of games that get expensive, I was actually watching a few videos the other day about the homebrew community for the 3DS. And it's, it's a little bit of a tangent, but I found it so funny how when these homebrew guys were like figuring out how to hack the 3DS to like load custom custom cartridges right the guy that finally like figured out the the hack to get into like to get into the software and like really allow it for the homebrew to happen he posted okay guys in the next couple of days this is the game you'll need if you want to crack the 3DS and then he finally posted it it was like this shovelware title for the 3DS and instantly, all copies of that game <laughs> shot up tenfold because everybody wanted it. And I just found it so funny.
0: It just had the right like combination of software and hardware that allowed you to, like...
1: So basically, the game in question, I forgot what the, what the name of the game was, but it had a custom level editor. Oh. And when you made the game, it would store the custom levels as a string, but there was no limit to the string. So you could put in basically an extremely long string that would load into the 3DSs.
0: It would just overflow that. the memory so overflow, you could yeah. reprogram whatever you wanted. Pretty much, yep. Wow. Well,
1: so they found it. The guy found it in that title. So the, it's a tangent, but it's also really interesting. No, like that's cool. I love that
0: out. stuff. That's really cool. I love. That's one of my favorite parts of AGDQ, the Awesome Games Done Quick. When they have like the the, they always have the segment where the hackers come out and they show like how they basically programmed inputs into a robot so that they could do stuff like that, where they could like rewrite whole memory sections of the game and like completely change the behavior of it. They could reprogram the console through just hacking different vulnerabilities in the cartridge Mm -hmm.
1: or just, or like as simple as like on the, on the NES, just like with simple like button presses because you load stuff into the RAM and then you load it in a specific way. Right. And it causes it to do unintended stuff.
0: Yeah. That stuff's fascinating to me how they even go about figuring that stuff out, man. Mm -hmm. It's pretty impressive. Like imagine going
1: back in time to the, inception of the Nintendo popping in Super Mario World and being like hey I can skip to the f- I can skip to the end screen like right now and they're like hmm and then you just like hit some buttons and they're just like "Like it's not making any sense you're like jumping forward left right left right all this stuff and you're like I'm actually loading like a bunch of data into the RAM and then it just skips you right to the end of the game
0: right <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> or they, they wouldn't know anything like why that would work
0: they even like now they're getting so good at it. One of the ones they did, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but they they completely reprogrammed uh I think it was Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo, I want to say. But they like they reprogrammed it using some of those techniques and they basically programmed Flappy Bird into <laughs> like all of a sudden the, sc- the screen goes blank and it's just like a little uh fly one of those flying birds in the pipes and like they basically pro, like just using inputs they reprogram the cartridge to be flappy bird with like a score in the top corner and everything mhm like, like it's shit's crazy hell like that's so impressive i can't even imagine figuring that stuff out
2: mhm
0: but yeah that uh it's funny that 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 specific game with that level feature in it was how they finally With that exploit figured it out. Oh yeah. Um, Zoom uh, for anyone who does some trading me, and James and I, we, uh, and uh, Q- JC and a few other people out there, we do some crypto and stock trading on the side just for fun. And we joke about it in the discord. Uh, Wall street bets. <laughs> Wall street bets. Yeah. We, uh, I just saw right before the stream started that Zoom, which Zoom is the software that we use for this podcast. It's called Zoom.us. That's the website, Zoom.us. In my opinion, one of the best like video conferencing software tools out there. Uh, they just went public. They just had an IPO, and it shot up like, What is it? The one article here says Zoom's shares soared (laughs) 54,000%. Something like that. Like, it just exploded. It surpassed a lot of other companies, like, day one. Mm -hmm. So wait for the first dip and then buy some and then just sit on it because they're really good at what they do. Even on bad connections, that's why we use it because when we have guests and stuff, even on bad connections, we rarely ever have, like, Audio or video cut out. It's really good at adjusting the uh, encoding on the fly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's actually one of like the first like five roles of, of investing. Do you use the product? Do you think it's good? Then it's probably a good idea to invest.
2: Yeah.
0: So get yourself some Zoom stock. I wonder, is there symbol Zoom? <laughs> I did. I didn't actually look at what they're. Let's see Zoom
1: but zoom here's zoom stock. It's the second one that comes up. Oh, that's sad. It's ZM. They're on the Nasdaq. Uh They're but- on the New York Stock Exchange. It'd probably be zoom.
0: Yeah, you man. Would- I might have to pick up a few shares. What's it at right now?
1: $62.
0: Dang. Already? Yep. <laughs> up 72%. Man. All right. Maybe I'll wait a minute. Gotta pay off some debts from other (laughs) Uh ventures. Oh, James, I spend too much money. Make it stop. We can't. We have
1: wants and desires. We spend money on those wants and desires. I got ramen like last week, spent 30 bucks, and I was like, that's half of my food budget. <laughs> like one week, and I spent. Oh, you two. got like
0: fancy ramen. Like you went to a restaurant, and got some some good ramen. Not that's why
1: I had to start off. I had some gyoza, eight of them on on this little plate with the soy sauce, and I was like, "Ooh, this great!" He brings out the bowl, massive bowl tonkatsu ramen. I was like, "This is what the soul needs." And then I got the bill, and I was like. Knew it was gonna cost a lot.
0: <laughs> but it was so good.
1: It was so good. See you
0: you've been spoiled ever since uh ever since your dinner at uh, TwitchCon. I you was. got you it's, got a taste of really the high life and now uh
1: I had that thirty dollar filet mignon now I can't <laughs> go back to just eating ramen all
0: the time. You gotta get the fancy ramen now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no sheaves beef this week, so it's probably going to be a short episode, but I did find a fun uh, would-you-rather that I thought would be – I wanted to see what your opinion was, what your thought process was. You don't even know what this is, but I wanted. I, I was very curious what your take would be, and I think I know the answer.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh. So it's would-you-rather have no fingers – So you have hands, but it's just stumps, right? Like no fingers Um, or have no ears. No fingers, no ears. And I'm assuming if you have no ears, that means you're also can't hear. So you just literally have skin on the side of your head. There's no holes at all. I'm going to have to go with no ears yeah you think so you'd be deaf for the rest of your life and and i'm not talking about from birth i'm talking about like you wake up tomorrow and those you one or the other
1: i think yeah i still have to go no ears yeah i don't think i'd be able to live not being able to manipulate objects like i don't think i could do it the first thing i do when i wake up is go on my laptop and check what's happening
0: you just gotta no, get really good at like voice commands. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I would not be able to do that. Just computer,
0: Pornhub. <laughs> like, that. That's true. That would that would make browsing porn a whole different experience.
1: I'd have to become a just chatting streamer because I can't type, can't play games. Yeah.
0: Well, now don't say that because we just talked about how a dude with one arm and one leg beats Sekiro, right. so.
1: I got to learn how to control the controller with my feet. It's the only way.
0: Yeah. I, so I think honestly, if it were like, I think my answer would be different if it was from birth mm-hmm. versus tomorrow. If I woke up tomorrow, I think I would rather have no fingers. Um, I like music and audio and like, I like, I don't think I could wake up tomorrow and, and just not be able to hear anything. Never knowing that I would never be able to listen to like my favorite song again, or like just people's voices. Oh God. Like, however, if it was from birth, I think losing your hearing versus never having your hearing is probably very different experiences, right? Because if it was from birth, you don't know any different.
2: Mm -hmm. Like that's,
0: it's always been been that way. Right. And so it's probably easier for you to learn and adapt from that, but waking up and just all of a sudden being deaf and having to start over at 35 years old, like learning sign language and, and not being able to hear things that I, all I have is a memory of them now. Like, oh, I remember Mm -hmm. how that sounded, but I'll never get to hear it again. That would drive me insane.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So I think I could you know, if I had nubs and no fingers, like if it were nine if it was two thousand nineteen, I think I'd go no fingers. Just because like
1: That'd be weird, no knuckles. So you wouldn't have this like protrusion either, it'd just be flat.
0: Yeah. Just nubs. But I think accessibility has gotten significantly better, even in like gaming and, and technology and stuff, like Microsoft has that whole accessible controller now that's built specifically for like special needs or people missing limbs or whatever so i think I think I would be fine with no fingers I think i mm-hmm. I would adapt I'd figure it out typing i I type pretty fast that'd be annoying to have to either learn how to type with my stumps or just get really good at speech to text.
1: some really big keys. <laughs>
0: I just just mount a giant keyboard on my wall and just pound the keys yeah I I really don't think I could survive without my ears Mm -hmm. that'd be brutal that'd be such I wonder how that
1: would feel though like to have zero sense of hearing like at all like just waking up in complete silence because you just can't perceive sound anymore you can
0: feel vibrations from what I understand, like a lot of, mm-hmm. um, deaf, uh, people, they, they still enjoy, like, you, know, you hear stories about sitting on a speaker and feeling the music, mm-hmm. like feeling the vibrations of it or whatever. That's about the extent of hmm. experiencing wonder, audio with those, with those, like bone conduction headphones. Would you still hear stuff with that? Maybe. Well, and, and it depends. There's different types of deafness because there's some deafness that has to do with the connection of your your eardrums to your brain and you know there's some deafness that has to do with your brain interpreting sound and some of it like some versions are are healable because they can just replace your eardrum with a the, the cochlear implant now that where they can send the electronic signals to your brain that can be interpreted as sound so like, mm-hmm. technology is getting quite a bit better there, but it I, it depends on the type of deafness that you have, like where that disconnection is.
1: Mm-hmm. So if your brain just can't like translate what sound is, probably wouldn't work.
0: Mm. Yeah, like, but the but a lot of the most common types of deafness are are becoming more and more curable. I don't know if you have ever seen those cochlear implant videos on like YouTube.
1: I've heard a lot about
0: them. Though. dude. They're pretty insane. Like, especially the ones with like young kids where they're like, all right, we're going to turn on your implant for the first time. And they like flip a switch. And then all of a sudden they can hear. And it's just like this little like thing that uh, it's like magnetically connects to like the side of your head by your ear, but then it sends signals to your brain. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I actually remember saying there's a lot of drama with that in the deaf community.
0: Yeah, there is actually
1: a lot of people say like you're, like t- taking away like their culture of being deaf by giving them the ability to hear.
0: <laughs> yeah, like there's th- the deaf culture is a very like strong, close knit community, and so to them being deaf is just like who they are. It's it it's part of a definition of them as a person and them as a community, and so they they see it as. I, it doesn't make sense to me because at the end of the day, it's a limitation. <laughs> Whether um, they want to admit it or not, and that may be harsh on me, whatever. But like if a kid, especially at a young age, has a choice between hearing or not hearing and you're going to say, no, I'm not going to give you that opportunity because I want you to be a part of my deaf culture. Like who's the selfish one in that situation? Yeah.
1: Especially like down when I was doing tax return prep, I, I had I filed tax returns for a few people that were deaf, and even though they were like there on time, it's like oh we can't like do your tax return yet. We have to wait for the interpreter to show up, so that we can actually communicate.
0: Yeah, because other than like they can type messages on their phone or write it on paper, but like it's you know and it it's limiting.
1: Mm-hmm. Especially like if I have a question, it's like okay, I'm gonna get a paper, write out the question, show it to them. They got to write the answer back. It's just, it's, yeah, it's extremely limiting. So for someone to be like, no, we don't want you to have it because we want to experience the deaf culture, it's like such a weird thing to think about that there are people with that kind of opinion. Yeah. But I don't know, I'm not deaf, so I feel like I can never really like understand that perspective.
0: I wonder how different the audio experience is too. When when you're using one of those digital devices, because it, I'm I'm guessing it's probably different than like organic sound, because mm-hmm. it's just electronic signals being sent to your brain. And a lot of like in in a lot of those videos, when they when they first turn it on, they're like, it's so loud, because <laughs> <laughs> they've never experienced sound, so everything is loud, right? It's just like overwhelming, and they have to like turn it down. And they're like, oh, you'll get used to it over time and turn it up, but. Could you imagine yeah. that? Just like not for your entire life, you've never had that connection. You just don't hear things, and then they flip a switch and all of a sudden this new completely new sense that you've never experienced before just gets turned on. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what that's gotta feel like. I don't think we ever could. It's yeah. And in one way, I am kind of jealous of the fact that like they have the option of completely turning off sound that is true yeah <laughs> like it's they like, can just mute life just be like i want it to be completely silent in the middle of a restaurant at a concert like they can just be like click and just be in pure silence whenever they want that's that's got to be an interesting death privilege <laughs> <laughs> Deaf privilege god damn it we're going to hell you and your white deaf privilege um yeah i uh there's one more would you rather and then we can we could probably call it a night It's a short podcast today sorry, I'm busy. life is happening, but I did wanna chat for a bit about some of the goings on let's let's do this one uh this one is would you rather only have a first grade education so that's your life first grade so you can like you can kind of read you know you can read okay you got basic math or live in a world where everyone else only has a first grade education (laughs) everyone else you're the only person with like
1: (laughs) I feel like I'd have to choose myself to take on that burden because I don't think I don't think I'd want to deal with a world where I'm the smartest person
0: (laughs) I don't know. You could do a lot of good.
1: I don't think I could. And then it also, it's interesting too, because it's like, okay, first grade education. Does that mean I'm just like stuck at that level of education? That's or what I'm I, guessing.
0: I'm, I'm guessing like you, you, yeah, you basically live life with a first grade education. Like that's as far as you can go mentally.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I'm just mentally disabled. I can't go past <laughs> yeah, you're,
0: yeah,
1: you're just a dumb dumb. That's tough. Like I can't really remember like how I was in the first grade. Cuz I know when I was young, like I I read at a pretty good like level for my age. Right. But it's like was that? Was did I read like that in the first grade? I'm not sure. Was I still like doing like picture books at that time? Did I did I move on to chapter books yet? I'm
0: like I'm not sure. See the the uh this my initial reaction is to go year out and just think like for the betterment of all mankind. <laughs> I'll bite That's I'll lot, bite the bullet awesome. and just be a dum dum so the world can progress. But then like the dark side of me is like, dude, if everyone else was at a first grade level, do you know how easy it would be to just like manipulate everyone into doing whatever you want them to <laughs>
1: Yeah, but everyone's at a first grade level, Jimmy. People can't drive anymore. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So class. I guess that I uh, is that based on like if it were we woke up tomorrow and all of a sudden I'm just as smart as I am now, but everyone else is a first grade level or is it like, that's how society has always been. Cause if it's, if I had to give up all the technology because I'm too dumb to create it because everyone else is at a first grade level. uh, Yeah. I wouldn't be okay with that. I'd be a really good dictator though. Hmm.
2: I'm not a very good
0: cook though. And everyone else is going to be a first grader, so we're just going to eat like macaroni and hot dogs every day <laughs> because that's as good as the cooking's ever going to get with a bunch of first graders walking around.
1: I mean, yeah, you could teach a first grader how to operate some factory machinery. Just like, okay, you're going to hit this button, turn this knob, hit that button. Simple stuff. So you know, baseline society would probably still function. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I could though. yeah, the premise of idiocracy. But they that's more just society just got dumber over time, not like they're stuck at a first grade level. Right. Cuz they still know how to do stuff.
0: Kind of. Like like that remember like all the crops are dying because they're feeding them uh uh, what not? Get ga- what was the Gatorade called in that? It was called uh, it's got the electrolytes you crave. Well, I forget what the drink was called, but like it comes out yeah, of the drinking remember. fountains and like they're using it to water the crops, so all the crops are dying and stuff because they basically uh re- Brando. That's right. They replaced water with Brando because of a marketing deal that Brando made with the government. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they pushed out water because they didn't want competition. But, yeah. Yeah, driving, would, no one would get anywhere because no one can drive a car in first grade. And if they tried, it would just be a lot of accidents. I guess, yeah. Those
1: questions, damn.
0: Really makes you think. It'd be fun for like a week if I was just like a smart, kick-ass human being. You You could probably do a lot of good, though. To an extent, mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I could do it though.
0: We'd never make it to you'd Mars. Be
1: talking down
0: to them. <laughs> I don't True. I, could ever,
1: like, I don't think I could last if I couldn't talk to people like at an equal level. Because it'd be like talking to my nephew. It's like, yeah, I can talk to him and he'll
0: respond. Yeah, but the difference is they have adult bodies. Like you're not walking around with a bunch of first graders. Like you're looking at a no, full grown man who's like just talking. like dumb as fuck.
1: Yeah, but it's like talking to someone. That is a child. Yeah. And it's like, sure, they're responding, and they sound like like a normal adult. But you're just like, oh, so what do you think of the weather today? And they're like, sky clear. (laughs) I just farted. Yeah, it's like, I need substance in these (laughs) conversations, and I'm not getting it.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. There's some deep first graders. Oh, man, that would suck.
1: Yes. Why is the sky blue? Oh, well, you see, because the rays of light, they disperse across the atmosphere. Why? <laughs>
0: yeah, that is true. Like kindergarten, first grade, like that's when the, the chain questions come. So you're mm-hmm. literally just going to have people asking you like chains of questions all day long. But why? But how? But why? Mm-hmm. And it, it sucks too. <laughs> I didn't think about you, that, dude. That would be you a really pin.
1: don't want to like keep talking to them when they do that. But they only ask because they really are like interested. Like, well, why does it do that? Yeah, like why? And you're just like, well, well and look, I'm not a
0: scientist. I think that's part of the reason that like evolutionarily, kids are cute, right? Because it's a lot easier to endure that when it's like you know a cute little one year or, or a cute little first grader who's like genuinely curious and they got those big eyes and they're asking you questions because they're trying to learn versus if a full-grown man is asking you those same questions i think you would have a lot less patience to answer those questions mm-hmm. it's going like, just like dude get, get the hell out of
1: my face <laughs> i don't want to see you right now
0: you <laughs> you're old enough to know the answer you fucking idiot like yeah if just by the sheer nature of it not being a child, I think I would lose my patience like instantly. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It'd be tough. Yeah. That's why
1: why those would you rather questions are always so fun. Cause you just like, keep thinking
0: about it like more and more. It's like, well, what if, what if this is there too? Well, and with the, if, if I was a first grader, that would be kind of cool in the sense that like, ignorance is bliss. And when you're in first grade, like, and, and if everybody around you just assumes that you're dumb and like, you're always just going to be a first grader intelligence wise, they're just going to let you get away. Like you just get to play all day because you're, <laughs> you know, like society's just gonna, you know, have to just take, can't
1: get that social security.
0: Yeah. I mean, ignorance is bliss. You're too dumb to know any better. So you probably just have a, a fun, easygoing life. Right. Unless you know you're dumb like well
1: oh, that's that's a, a force gump situation
0: well yeah they, like do you do you walk around knowing that you're just dumb as a bag of rocks and that you'll never get any smarter and you have to watch walk around watching everyone like progress that would be tough that that kind of see I'm back and forth on this one i don't know <laughs> it's it's a tough one that on the on the website I'm on, do you want to know which one won was it everyone else? Live in a world where everyone else is a first grade. Uh, it was 69% of people said that they would rather live in a world where everyone else is a first grader or mm-hmm. has a first grade intelligence. Only 31% said that they would uh, be the, the dumb mm-hmm. one.
1: That's interesting.
0: The website is either.io, like E-I-T-H-E-R. It's like this, either this or that type thing. So it's basically would you rather. And every time you refresh the page, it gives you another random one. I think there's categories too. Like if you create an account, you can like, I think you can sort them by rating or category or different things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've heard of it, but I don't think I've been on it. Yeah. But I like the one that, do you
0: push the button? And it's like, you get this, but this Oh, happens. yeah, yeah. You get a million dollars, but it's a random person in, in the eastern United States dies every time you press it. How many times do you press it?
2: Hmm.
1: My favorite derivative of that is where the dude's like, now this button, when you press it, a random person will die. But, and then it pans to the guy, he's just mashing the button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Before he even knows what he gets, he's just like going for it.
1: Yeah. It's like, well, people are
0: dying, nice, it's gotta be good. <laughs> right. Whoa, what's up, Jimmy Navio and Pals? Hi, old friend. We're just about to end, actually. We're getting towards the end of the podcast. We usually do this on Wednesday, but my schedule's all over the place, so we snuck one in tonight. hmm Um only a daylight. <laughs> I'll throw a sub on this B. Well, thank you. I appreciate your support. Um and make sure you go tell all your friends about hitthebucket.com. We've got 38 episodes up now of this podcast. We've been doing it for a while. Uh and once I'm not so busy, we'll try and get some guests back on here and stuff, but uh the next mm-hmm. the next couple months are going to be pretty busy for me, so. And James has finals and then you're moving back to California for a bit?
1: Yep, for the summer. Got to find a job.
0: Oh, dang. Money for TwitchCon 2019. Um, he asked in chat, uh, you got married, right? No, October 18th. That's also the other reason that I'm so busy. So got a lot going on right now. And James has to finish out his school year, get a job, move back to Cali. Are you going to be living with your folks and your brother and stuff again? Of course. Got to endure another summer with your brother.
1: I do. See, if I got a job, like if I knew I had a job like ready to go, then I could also just be like looking for just like a one bed, like a a studio apartment, get some internet, go live over there. But since I don't have anything, any job planned, it's like, just got to put up with
0: it. Yeah. And even if you did, you might as well save the money because it's only for a few months. Yeah. Rent free, free food, internet. Yeah, no, it 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 wouldn't make any financial sense to like, come home and get an apartment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I I moved back in with my folks when I was finishing my degree, and I got out almost debt free. So, huh. I worked a little part time. I taught a little bit while I was there. Did some tutoring. Lived with my folks. Just did my best to not have to take out any loans. I got a couple grants. So, yeah. It can be done. Even though college is crazy fucking expensive, it can be done.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: Luckily, I I don't have too much debt, but I will have some debt.
0: Yeah, but you're going to be a CPA eventually, so 4 years, that's the plan. 3 if I'm fast about it. And in the meantime, you'll be a an accountant. Like you'll you're actually getting a career that is going to pay for itself. <laughs> At least that's the goal. You're not taking $80,000 in student loans for an art degree. So you're you're being somewhat smart about it.
1: Now, Jimmy, I still have a year left. could always change my major.
0: <laughs> if you change your major with the one year to go, I will find you and I will kick you in the dick. That's a promise, James. I'll hold you to it. <laughs> I'll hold you to it. Um, but yeah, so... We'll try and uh, do one next week. No promises. It looks like as of right now, it's kind of an every other week thing. Uh, also because uh, Mr. Machief, who does our chiefs Beef segment, he is like weeks away from having uh, another little Mischief running around. He's already got one son. And uh, his lady, Lady Machief, Bella Bandit, for those of you who are a part of our little community, she is... Uh, Large with child. I think she's like ready to pop any week now. So he's he's gonna be busy as well, so she's beef is gonna be hit and miss. We don't have one today because he's they're in uh they're in the red zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she can walk in the room at any moment and say, Get in the car. So So that's exciting. I'm sure maybe maybe some upcoming Chiefs beefs will involve uh <laughs> more baby stuff struggles with child but yeah i think that's it um we will briefly mention uh you know if you didn't know the whole thing about notre dame uh the notre dame cathedral had a uh, pretty tragic event occur and uh some, much of the infrastructure at least the wood infrastructure was burned the foundation was saved uh, and there's a bunch of French millionaires who have uh, already uh, promised to donate hundreds of millions of dollars to have it restored. But still, I mean, historically, that's pretty insane that the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral burned. That's... Uh-huh. And already, of course, people on, uh, <laughs> on, Twitter, on uh, uh, Reddit making jokes because uh, Ubisoft announced that they were going to give away uh, Assassin's Creed Unity for free. Uh, so people could visit the cathedral in the game. And someone was making a joke about burning down like the Pantheon so that they could get uh, the new Assassin's Creed for free. To yeah, to get Origins for free. They're like, oh, we got to burn down some Greek. Uh...
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that on a unethical like pro tips. <laughs> on a free game, just burn down the Pantheon.
0: <laughs> burn down a monument, and get a free game. Please, no, do not make that a thing. We're not encouraging that uh, we start destroying historically uh, important landmarks for free handouts. There's probably better ways to get a free copy of a game. But that's sad. Hopefully, uh, they're able to restore it as closely as possible. I'm sure there's like, there's so many 3D, you know. There's so many pictures and 3D recreations and probably blueprints and all that stuff, so they'll probably be able to recreate it pretty accurately. Mm -hmm. But still, it's not going to be the the same building that stood for hundreds of years.
1: It's going to be the new fire-resistant Notre Dame.
0: Yeah. Did you guys hear about the dude that got caught trying to burn down the cathedral in New York City today? Two containers of gas and lighter fluid said his car ran out of gas and he was taking a shortcut through the church. <laughs> what? I did not hear about that. So hopefully this is not a pattern. There's already conspiracy theories about who, uh, uh, about how the fire started. They're saying it was construction or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's – I don't know. I, I'm not going to – Strange times, we live in. I'm not even going to begin to speculate about who or what caused it. At this point, most sources are saying that it was just an accident. So I'm not going to assume any malicious intent. I'm not going to read into any theories until there's some... uh, some founding evidence to support them. But anyway, twas a good two-hour shindig we just uh Mm. knocked out two hours when when, when we get talking i time just like disappears it really does it did not feel like that was two hours just now because before we started we're like what are we going to talk about this week (laughs) like what happened this week and we were just like huh nothing really happened and now two hours later it is done um We'll probably go ahead and do a little raid or hostie on somebody, uh, and we'll call it a night, and we'll be back in a couple weeks, most likely. We'll try and land a guest. I've been trying to get Gator Pete to join us. Uh, hopefully we can he get
1: should him. be good to go. Well, soon.
0: he's. I think he. this was his last week, like, finishing up his house and moving out. So, yeah, it, in the next week or two, he should be good to go once he gets uh, his temporary living conditions set up. I think he's planning on moving in with his folks while he looks for a new place. He's selling his house. So that'll be exciting. So many big changes this year. I feel like 2019 is like the year of change. 2018 Mm -hmm. was the year of darkness. In 2019, a lot of changes happening, a lot of exciting developments. So we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. All right, James. All right. Any YouTube... uh, You still still slacking? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) I definitely...
1: My inbox is just full of game codes I have been sent. So as soon as finals is done, which is in two weeks, I have plans to actually do stuff with all those codes.
0: I'm looking forward to it, man. Got to see some some YouTube con- content come out of you. Do, mm-hmm. Don't you usually try and crank out some of that stuff when you're home from school too? Yeah, you because you have a lot more free time.
1: So much free time.
0: <laughs> it's like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll have to keep us posted, and let us know whatever happened with that uh, game oh, that you anyway, were called. Oh, sorry. Building- Whatever happened to that game that you were calling uh, Minecraft 2.0? It's
1: not out quite yet. What? People are speculating. They're like, w- w- where's the Where's the beta? What's it called? Hightail.
0: H-Y-T-A-L-E. Hightail. I saw another one that looked kind of similar like voxel style, but I think it was more of a farming type game. I think it's called like Staxel or something. Yep. They actually,
1: the devs actually sent me a key.
0: Oh, there you go. See, I would love to see a James 28 Staxel YouTube video, man. Come on, let's get, know. get, let's get on it. I don't have the time,
1: all right, but I'll make the time two weeks, especially because finals. I'm not sure how much actual, like, final stuff I have to do. Like, Let's see, what are the dates I have written down? The second, the third, and the first. So yeah, like that week. Not don't actually have to like do a ton of stuff. I just have to have all this all, all like my finals due like by that week.
0: Alright. Better message me. I want private links in my DMs every for every week for the entire summer for each video that you made. Alright. One video a week. That's your homework for the summer for my for my own personal amusement. Mm-hmm. So get to work. Summer school is in. <sighs> All right. Anything else? I think we're going to send it over to Tropical Moisture. Ooh. She's on right now. Previous uh, Hit the Bucket guest. Uh, if you want to be a guest or know anyone that you think would be an interesting guest, don't forget, hit us up at hit the bucket podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can come just... Find my Discord, or my Twitch channel, or my YouTube, and just send me a DM. I got Twitter too, just look up Jimmy Navio. I'm all over the place. Just hit me up, let me know. Say, hey, I think you should have this guy on because he's funny, or hey, you should have me on because I'm awesome. I still get to be the final judge on whether or not you're awesome enough, but if you're awesome and you're doing cool things, we want to tell people about it, so hit us up. Like uh, Tropical Moisture, she uh, is a streamer, very entertaining. Uh, she's been a guest on Sushi Dragon's channel a few times. Uh, we met her at TwitchCon. Super nice, super funny. She's into like paper craft, and uh, she does like dancing on stream. She's really fun, really entertaining. So check her out. Lots of art. Yeah, we'll probably have to have her back on again at some point as a guest. She was she was a ton of fun. Anything else, James? I don't think so. Good luck on good. your finals. I need it. <laughs> no, you're smart, dude. You're gonna do fine. I know, but it's papers,
1: so it's like I'm gonna leave it right up till like the final like six hours before I actually do it. It's gonna kill me.
0: Or you could just start now after the podcast. But that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's motivation. Actually, do it after the uh, the Earth song drops you're right we have less than an hour to go so I'll mm. probably on, I'll be on discord we can we can chat about what we think of the uh, the little dicky premiere of his song earth he's gonna change the gonna save the world apparently according gonna to change the game according to Justin Bieber we're about the the, the, the earth saving revolution is about to start so T minus 51 minutes until that comes out if you're uh, watching this live on twitch right now and if you're listening to this later on then you already know because it's out and you've probably listened to it alright let's do it we're going to send it over to Tropical Moisture hope everyone has a good week and uh, I may try and get a like a normal stream in in the next week or two I may just slip one in I've been itching to play some games and a couple things came out that I want to try out so no promises but I'm going to try and get one in Thanks, James, as always, for being so flexible. You're welcome. Had to push it back a day, but we made it happen. All right. Good night, everyone.